Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. It's almost hard to process psychologically once you get the truth. The extent to which our government lied to us to destroy Trump's economy. Let me take you back to January of 2020. Trump was shattering economic records. I'm a local talk show host, so I still have a three-foot high. It's three-foot high. It's still here. It's yellowing now. Stack of Trump economic records. Economic achievements. We were beginning to live in a way... That our elites in Washington told us wasn't possible anymore. But it was happening. Record wage gains for a family of four. The largest ever seen in our lifetimes. I mean, these were unbelievable records. And in January and February of 2020, we were about to hit another psychological barrier and smash through it. The stock market was on the verge of 30,000. They couldn't let it happen before the election. So they weaponized the CDC and the NIH to tear that down. Now, I'll never forget, in those first couple of months, Fauci at all were still insisting that this wasn't going to be too much worse than the flu and we wouldn't have to shut down. They even did a press conference. But then remember what happened. I'll never forget it. Rod Rosenstein's sister held an alternate press conference to the one that Fauci and the Trump officials were giving on COVID. And she said that businesses were going to have to shut down, that this would decimate the economy. The media liked that storyline better. They ignored Fauci and the Trump officials who said we didn't need to shut down, that we could keep the economy open. And they ran with it. They had no science on that day, but it was a good story. And the stock market nosedived, keeping it from that 30,000 threshold. Well, it turns out they never had any science. That's the shocking reveal. There was never one shred or iota of science behind the two most devastating blows to the economy. The lockdowns had to have those. If you didn't support them, you wanted to kill grandma and the school shutdown. Folks, I can remember being on the air and moms were frantically texting me on our text line telling me they had to put daycare for their kids on credit cards because they had to go to work and the kids couldn't go to school. I bet whatever state you're in was like our state. Our DHAC insisted. CDC guidelines. Got to keep the kids home. Have to have lockdowns. Social distancing. Well, we now know it was all fake. Starting with the Johns Hopkins study. Remember that? And what's so unique about that 
John Hopkins study that found that the lockdowns didn't work at all, didn't reduce deaths from COVID at all, is that the Johns Hopkins study wasn't just one study. It was a meta-analysis of thousands of studies. In other words, they went and looked at the whole universe of science out there on lockdowns and found there wasn't any. Nope, none. They looked at all the studies, all the data, and concluded that lockdowns don't do a damn thing to stop deaths from COVID. We might as well not have done them. You know what that means? It means there never was any science. If they couldn't find science supporting it in their meta-analysis, the CDC and the NIH, they lied to you the whole time. They lied to you to shut down an economy to kneecap Trump. And they didn't care that 96,000 American businesses permanently closed. Now, the second shoe drops. We already knew months ago that the lockdowns were useless, pointless, and that there was never any science to back them up. We know that thanks to John's Hopkins. If you don't like it, take it up with them, not me. Well, now we've learned that the school lockdowns were just as fake. There was never any science behind that. You know who wrote them? The teachers' unions. Not even science teachers, but the teachers' unions. We know that because Republicans in Congress have been digging into it because they got a hold of emails indicating that there was no science behind the lockdowns and that the Democrats at the CDC let the teachers' unions write the fake science and their official recommendations that your school shut down. Here's Republican Steve Scalise on this shocking development. Do you know that the CDC almost took it word for word from the teachers' union, made the changes, modified the science, and then made it easier to shut down schools, and CDC put that in their final guidance? I asked the CDC director, has any parent group been given that access, let alone the ability to change the medical guidance. She hasn't given me a name yet, but yet they let the union bosses change the science to keep schools shut down. This is a major scandal. Again, parents are furious because their kids, millions of kids were denied the opportunity to have in-school learning when all the scientists were saying, you're damaging kids by keeping them out of school. They're not learning. Suicides are through the roof because you're keeping them out of school. But they did this to bow down to the union bosses. So there was no science behind lockdowns, which destroyed the economy. And it folks ultimately broke the back of the dollar. I mean, keep in mind, when we when COVID began, we were $17 trillion in the hole. Now we are $30 trillion in a hole. Remember why we cut all those printed and borrowed checks that are now causing the near grotesque levels of inflation, putting our dollar at risk and putting China and Russia in the driver's seat. They're trying to destroy our dollar because it's already weakened. What did all of that? Our government's lies, lies that we now know we're based on no science. We're completely fraudulent that we had to shut down both schools and the economy and businesses. It's from those lies that every economic calamity that we are facing came. But the American people are showing signs of being done with the Democrats' fake pseudoscience. Like last week, Joe Biden was out there advocating. This was jaw-dropping for early trans surgeries and hormones, saying they're crucial for kids and teens. So he's not talking about adults having these. This is kids. There is no data to support this. And the hormones that they use, those are off-label uses, like ivermectin was. 
In other words, those hormones aren't made by the pharmaceutical companies that manufacture them to transition teens and turn off puberty. The Democrats just want to do it, so they do. But their signs, they're going too far, and the American people can't take much more of it. And that's good news. Last week, Joe Biden announced a transgender day of awareness and made it the official position of the White House. And this is shocking. And of the Democrat Party, that elementary teachers should be talking to kindergarten students through third grade students about gender, sexuality and transitional guidance without parental notification or involvement. That was at the heart of that Florida bill. They called it the Don't Say Gay bill, but it was really so much more than that, as Ron DeSantis explained. Because what's going on in schools across the country, particularly in blue areas, is that they are recruiting these kids for the trans lifestyle and beginning the counseling about not identifying as your birth gender, but also about getting on the hormones and eventually ending up with the surgery that the Democrats want you to have. All of this is pseudoscience. And the good news is, in two devastating polls for the Democrats, America agrees with them. Listen to this one. This is the Harvard-Harris poll, the first of the two devastating polls for the Democrats. In it, a full 67% of respondents. It's a Harvard-Harris poll. That's a liberal polling firm. A full 67% of respondents believe sexuality discussions for grades K through 3 should be left up to parents. Just 33% support schools teaching sexuality, transgenderism, and the idea of shifting your gender to five to nine-year-olds. So this is an absolute toxin for the Democrat Party. But that wasn't the only poll. Listen to how bad this is for them. This is a second poll. It was done by the Wall Street Journal. Their polls notoriously skew left. So you know it was so much worse than this. A shocking, are you ready for this, nationwide? 55% of Democrats approve of Florida's parental rights in education law. 55% of Democrats. And get this, 53% of those who say they voted for Biden, they agree with Ron DeSantis on this. You know what this is? This is Democrats turning to Republicans for protection. Against the absolute unfiltered, unscientific, bizarre lunacy of the Democrat Party. And that's what's truly bizarre, is that the Democrats don't seem to be moved by this in any way. They've doubled and tripled down on it. Think about this. After the poll I told you about in last week's podcast, which was a Florida-centric poll, they found out 55% of Democrat primary voters actually supported DeSantis's position that, you know, we shouldn't be proselytizing gender transitions to kids, um, you know, kindergarten through third grades. 55% of Democrats, right? That poll comes out. DeSantis doubles down, which is just smart politics. I mean, the guy understands math. He can read a poll, right? He just figured out, wow, I can recruit Democrats with this position. And he is. And yet after that, after that poll comes out, it's widely available in the media. I talked about it. The Democrats doubled down by doing this day of transgender awareness and taking it further than they ever have before that these kids should be transitioned when they're under 18, knowing full well how unpopular that position is. It's so bizarre. It's as if they're not at all worried about re-election whatsoever. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. But it was just one of a slew of disastrous polls for the Democrats in the last couple of weeks, in which majorities blame the Democrats and Joe Biden for inflation, blame their policies, blamed gas prices overwhelmingly on the Democrats and their policies. So you'd think they'd want to at least reverse course till the midterms, then go right on wrecking the economy. But no, Nancy Pelosi doubled down on all of it at the end of last week, despite those polls. It's so bizarre. All I can say is Democrats must have more cheating in mind for the fall because they don't have electoral strategy that makes sense. At a press conference last week, Nancy Pelosi flat out undermined Joe Biden, admitting that gas prices, at least in part, and inflation were due to Democrat policies and then doubled down on them. Here's what she said when asked about what caused inflation. I don't think any president would say that he himself made that happen. Of course, the public policy that we're engaged in made it happen. So not Putin, but the public policy we're engaged in made it happen. Now, to be fair, she also blamed the private sector because she said, well, when you have full employment, you know, you get inflation. Well, that's not true. Trump actually had more people employed. We haven't replaced all the jobs lost in the pandemic yet. And we didn't have this level of inflation. Here's the full clip so you can hear it. She's lying on the end. But what's remarkable here is she very casually is admitting, yeah, we're doing this. We're doing this to the American people. And she's not worried about the fallout from it at all. The public policy that we're engaged in made it happen. But the private sector made it happen, too. A million jobs, which means that unemployment went down, practically cut in half. And when that happens, inflation increases. Again, it doesn't. We still haven't reached the number of jobs that we had um, under Trump. We haven't fully recovered. So, no, that didn't cause inflation. But listen to the casualness. No, it wasn't Putin. That's totally us. And she didn't stop there, admitting that gas prices were only partly Putin's fault. Oil price, gas prices started rising a year ago. So is all of this to blame on Putin or are there other? Yeah, partially. I don't say it's all Putin, but it's partially. It gets worse for the Democrats because it's becoming clear poll after poll, day after day, week after week, that Americans hate the Democrats. Policies are completely united against them. Like this poll published by Newsweek. It's a Harris X poll. That's the pollster. 
listen to these numbers. When asked, in light of Russia's attack on Ukraine and soaring gasoline prices, should the Biden administration ease its focus on climate change and allow more oil and natural gas exploration in the U.S. or not? A full, whopping 69% answered yes. Only 31% answered no. But it's as if the Democrats do not give a rip what the American people think is as if they're taking these polls, looking at the minority position that's unpopular and going, how can I ram that down the American people's throats? After that poll, Newsweek, very widely circulated, 69% want to increase drilling. What do they do? Biden nixes offshore oil leases through 2023. Folks, let me properly set this up for you because this is going to be devastating. The International Energy Agency warned last week, it's one of the big, biggest news stories on this podcast, that we are headed for a, quote, oil shock, unquote, unlike any we've seen in decades. And that, that oil shock will likely tilt the world's economies into a recession. And they were very open about what the cause is. The Russian oil being off the market because of sanctions and the U.S. oil being off the market because Biden has essentially sanctioned us with his 70 new regulations that keep us from drilling like we were on federal lands. That's why we're down 1.5 million barrels on the world market that we used to put there. Without that oil coming up, so this is not the high prices you've already seen. This is in the future. Starting in April, the world would see an oil shock with skyrocketing prices. So what does Biden do literally the week that comes out? He puts his budget out, which announces, yeah, we're nixing the offshore leases. Normally, we expect to get about $370 billion in revenue from selling those. And the oil companies need to be doing that exploration now to drill in future years, right? Okay, he nixes the offshore drilling. We're only going to have about $25 billion in revenue because most of those leases are going to be locked up now. What will that do? I'll take the equivalent of the Russian oil off the market. Oh, and kill 50,000 jobs. Now, here's the truly shocking part that you're not going to hear from the mainstream media, aside oddly from Bloomberg Energy. This was probably the biggest story coming out of the weekend, that Russia is not hurt at all by our oil sanctions. In fact, they're profiting from them. Wait, what? We're suffering at the pump so that Russia... Can profit? Yes. Listen to this from Bloomberg Energy. Headline, Putin may collect $321 billion windfall if oil and gas keep flowing. Here's from Bloomberg's own tweet. This is a left-wing mainstream media outlet. Russia will earn nearly $321 billion from energy exports this year, an increase of more than a third from 2021, according to Bloomberg Economics. Why? Couple of reasons. The sanctions have been devastating for us. We kicked the Russians out of a financial system that dictated they trade in dollars. So what did they do? Turned around and pegged the yuan to oil and gold. So now we only have paper underpinning our dollars. So they are making bank selling this oil. Then they turn around and sell to China and India at discounted prices. Well, the more oil Biden pulls off the market or that the futures market sees we're pulling off the market, guess what? Oil prices go higher. Joe Biden pulling that oil off the market puts OPEC and Russia in the driver's seat to set the prices. Again, as the New York Post explained, that 1.5 million barrels a day difference between Trump and Biden means that Russia and OPEC set the prices, not us, like we did during the Trump era. It would cut the barrel price in about half. So if we wanted to hurt Russia right now, what would we do? 
lift the sanctions, stop kneecapping Americans at the pump to the benefit of Russia. They're just using Russia to hurt America. And here's how devastating this will be. Here's Frank Marchiarola on with Maria Bartiromo. He's with the American Petroleum Institute. They did a study on this. He's describing how devastating this is going to be. Now, notice how much this takes off the market. Half a million barrels per day. Why is Joe doing this now? To ensure the exploration that leads to drilling cannot take place to guarantee that OPEC and Russia will be able to continue to set the prices and keep them high so they can then profit and Joe can blame Russia for the high oil prices. Even though by doing this now, he is ensuring that Russia and OPEC will be able to set the world oil prices at least through 2023. He is guaranteeing to keep those prices high. That is the price of this, of taking another half million barrels off the market. We don't get to set prices like we did when we filled in that little gap at the top of the oil market with another 1.5 million barrels per day. So he's talking about now taking about 2 million barrels per day off, which will just make Russia richer. It's almost as if... The Russian oligarchs paid off Hunter Biden. Oh, wait, they did. Never mind. I was going to say it's almost like the Biden family got paid off. And everything they do benefits Russia and China financially. It's almost bizarre. Uncanny. Anyway, here's the head of the American Petroleum Institute explaining to Maria Bartiromo how this will work. We did a study on this, Maria, that showed that if they continue the policy of restricting development on the outer continental shelf, the Gulf of Mexico, it could cost up to 50,000 jobs and a half a million barrels of oil production per day. Just to put that into context, that's about the amount that we were importing from Russia before the invasion in the Ukraine. So that alone, that type of production alone could move us away from relying on foreign sources like Russia and being more energy secure here in the United States. It requires decision making from this administration. It requires a strategy that promotes American development of energy. Uh, you know, they, they, they have an opportunity here to change course. Yep. Uh, but so far, we're not. So what should we do? Here's Frank Macchiarola on that. Again, he's with the American Petroleum Institute. What could this administration do starting right now, today, to solve this problem? Well, we always say first do no harm, right? Reverse those 70 actions. Restore uh, the ability to make to build pipelines. Um, get our leasing program going back on federal lands. The, the administration's budget that they just sent out calls for no more leasing on out offshores. While they're talking about wanting to reduce gas prices, they're sending budgets to Congress saying that we should not lease offshore. These actions combined total have a crippling effect on the oil and gas industry's desire and ability to produce oil at home. And that's the answer. We have more energy under our lands and waters than any other nation in the world, including Russia. Again, remember, the only way we have to prop up our dollar is to sell American energy as much of it as possible for dollars, that they won't do the one thing that will save this country. Meantime, to fool his sheeple, Joe Biden is going to open the Strategic Petroleum Reserve and pump a million barrels a day into the economy. It won't do a damn thing. Besides keep Russia in the driver's seat, 
make Americans poor, and as Barack Obama said, necessarily skyrocket the cost of energy. Here's Thomas Pyle. He's with the American Energy Alliance. We're calling it the strategic political reserve. The, the amount of oil that he's talking about releasing is a grand total of nine days, nine days of our consumption, nine. And he's talking about doing this over six months. None of, the, none of these things that they're talking about are going to help us when we go and fill our tanks at the pump. It's just going to continue to get worse unless they actually do things instead of talking about them. Bottom line, folks. The one thing we could do right now if we want to hurt Russia, strike a blow for what's left of our currency, win the currency war, and stop the brutality in Ukraine, the one thing we could do is flood the market with cheap oil. We could do it right now. All it would take is returning to the Trump era policies and putting that 1.5 million barrels back on the market. It would blow Russia's funding for the war It would blow their economy to pieces. It would strike a blow that might, might give us a chance at winning the currency war. Might. It'd give us a a, a better chance than we have now, which is almost none. Plus, it would help Americans cope with brutal inflation on food and gas. Because remember, gas and oil, it's needed to move food. And all I can say is I guess Russia got what it paid for when it pumped millions into Hunter Biden's Rosemont Seneca. And you, you got left holding the bill. But if the polling's any indication, two-thirds of the American people are with us. And it's only going to get worse for everybody. And that is by design. Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.